There is a paradigm shift coming for women and work. It's here. It's upon us. We're seeing it in many expressions such as the great resignation and women walking away from jobs and women uh, wanting to follow their heart and soul. And um, we also see it inside the workplace, you know, women taking on more leadership and bringing more feminine leadership practices forward. So we are in a great rebalancing, obviously, of feminine and masculine, as we talk about on this podcast frequently. But we, in this episode, are specifically talking about the feminine and work and whether or not you are an entrepreneur or a woman who goes to the workplace, you're still a woman who is using your energy in relation to some kind of work. And so the paradigm shift that we are experiencing now that is upon us now is what is this new paradigm for women and work? Hello and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who they are. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms and we are rising. And we're not doing it by fighting or further depleting ourselves anymore. We are doing it by remembering who we are and standing in that unified truth. Here, we remember together through stories, tools, and curiosity. And in doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Visit sarahpoet.com today for tools for your feminine, masculine awakening journey and to schedule mentorships and couples coaching with me directly. Now, let's begin. Welcome, welcome back, or welcome if it is your first time to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. Hello. I am so passionate about today's topic, um, and Emily Nahazel is now one of my new favorite people. So, welcome. I really look forward to sharing this exchange of conversation with you in today's episode that really ignited me. Um, I ended up working with Emily. I'm probably not done yet, uh, but I have actually never in over a hundred episodes and um, I don't know, 80 or 90 plus interviews. I have never interviewed someone and then expressly said, I want to work with you right now. And that's actually what happened with Emily because I was in um, a period of really questioning how I was using my energy in my work. And, you know, this, this question is applicable regardless of where we're at. I think in this paradigm shift, we don't stop asking ourselves this question. You know, how are we using our energy as women and what are we putting that energy toward? These are questions that I am absolutely passionate about. And so, um, you know, through this process, I let go of offerings. I simplified, um, made some changes, not quite ready to announce all of them yet. Um, really dialed back my social media because it wasn't feeding, um, 
me and really wasn't uh, benefiting my feminine system. Um, if you listened to the recent episode with Aaron Fisher, you know what I'm talking about. If you have not listened to that episode, I think it's an excellent one to pair with this one to really um, look at allowing that feminine energy to help you make decisions, basically. Um, and so, yeah, I made made some changes in my business. But Emily does this wonderful um, combination of astrology and human design reading and business coaching. And so it's like we all are meant to use our energy in a specific way, according to our human design, according to our astrology. And as women, you know, we're <laughs> very, uh, we are not strangers to hard work. And so we want to make sure that the way that we are using our energy is truly the most aligned for our um, soul blueprint for our composition. And, uh, I myself am a human design projector. And so like, I don't have endless amounts of energy to generate, um, you know, <laughs> I don't want to dive into this uh, for a moment, like how we go about, um, let's say being successful or how we go about using our energy to bring about the results that we want, because this is definitely something I think a lot about. And I've been talking uh, to a lot of my own clients about this. So in my twenties, even thirties, I was able to really use a lot of like energy that maybe was stored. Maybe, you know, I was younger, my hormones were more naturally balanced. I had just, I don't know, more energy to give. Right. And I've heard um, from my friend, Betsy Batista, who's a human design reader, um, you know, that projectors often get away with that, you know, extra push early on, like in their twenties, maybe thirties. And then they, um, can burn out like really easily. And so that definitely is in alignment with my story. And, um, you know, I, I learned to work really hard and as a school principal and a mother, I mean, I took everything very, very seriously. Like I have always given my work, um, my, my true devotion, no matter what I was doing. And then five years ago, I pivoted to entrepreneurship. So the way that I used to use my energy wasn't as authentic to my human design as for, for example, now, and there, there's another thing about this that I'm trying to get to here. So we're moving from old to new paradigm for women in work, for work in general, but let's just stick with women in work. So the things that we used to get away with, we're no longer getting away with. So if you used to push and hustle and climb career letters, or, you know, you used to, um, put a lot of yourself out there in order for the, the clients to see you, etc. Maybe it used to work, but maybe just maybe a couple of you out there or a lot of you out there. I know that what's probably happening now is that you're experiencing, um, oh, those old ways aren't working. And you might be asking yourself, like, what's wrong with me? What do I need to do? And, and you might go into trying to do more. 
in order to make up for maybe a perceived lack of flow in clients or business. Okay. And so when that happens, the, the feminine system could go into some fight or flight and, and just like, okay, what do I have to do? I have to do more and more and more and more. That's out of alignment. And, um, those of us who are truly here to bring in a new paradigm of women in work, excuse me, here's what I'm knowing, finding, been living for a long time and willing to talk about now. (laughs) Here's the thing. If you are willing, I'm sorry, if you are meant to help bring in this new paradigm of women and work, then the old ways will stop working for you so that you find a new way. And this has been happening in my life. And I really want to normalize this. Um, I was talking with a, a friend, a former client, female entrepreneur, and, you know, she was talking about serving people kind of like in the beginning of their awakening journey. And, you know, I think we're, we're bridge builders. Probably those of you that are listening to this, you're like somewhere on the bridge of, of like, okay, I'm awakening and I want to help other people awaken. And the conversation that she and I were having, you know, we were talking about like, she's still able to play in a 3D realm, more or less, she's certainly bringing in some magic, but, but the way she is talking to people and relating to people is like 3D, 4D, and the people don't know that it's their spirit that's like calling them to work with her, right? And so it was like the way she makes money is different than the way I make money. And what I have found, and the way I said it to her was like, my soul's um, part of my agreements here on the planet in this incarnation is that I have to bring in this new, I'll say 5D um, expression of the feminine where the feminine is not taken advantage of at all which means right relationship with feminine and masculine in work. But the feminine gets to lead. The feminine cannot be run over anymore, cannot be bulldozed anymore, cannot be ignored, cannot be um, hushed. And so what I have been doing is feeling what wants to happen in business. And I have had to let go of layers and layers and layers of doing, you know, production for production's sake, production in the hopes that like new clients would come or I would be acquiring new clients from what I was doing. And I've really, excuse me, I'm, I'm sitting here and I don't want to stop recording but I didn't bring my water. So I'm just, I'm going to keep going. Um, I really have been like, everything is energy. Everything is energy. Right. And so in this new paradigm, the more we know us and the more we, I don't want to say work on, uh, like it's a hustle, but 
the more we are in the soul alignment that Emily and I are going to talk about today in this interview, the more we are in our energetic integrity, energetic integrity. Just think about that. Feminine sustainability. Just think about that. The more we are in alignment with those um, new paradigm, like energetics, right? That's where our prosperity will will come from. That's where it will flow from. So if you are on a soul mission and your prosperity does not seem to be flowing, it's your, it's in your energy. And that's not like a blamey thing, you know, because our culture is like, well, woman, you haven't done enough yet. Well, woman, you haven't become you know, good enough yet. This is not that kind of bullshit. It's like, where is the calling to align more to your soul? and to your energetic integrity and your expression of like what wants to come through you. And when we really lead with those kinds of questions, then all else can really fall away. Like where is the true passion? Where is the thing that lights you up? We hear about this, but the way we use our energy to go about that must be in integrity with the feminine also must be. So Emily and I both are um, here as guides for you on this path, for sure. And the last thing I want to say here before getting to the interview is that, um, you know, Heartland starts on April 28th. If you're listening to this in real time, that's one week. And Heartland really is an eight week, um, it's an activation. And by that, I mean, you go through this and it's going to be working on you <laughs> for a long time. It's a soul activation and it's a teaching, it's a sequence. And, um, and it, it, it's my offering. I offered it last year. I, um, it's about like coming into true prosperity in this feminine current in the 5d and you know, last year, a lot of people joined because like of the money, like I, I want my prosperous current in terms of money. Um, and this year I'm finding that women are joining because they want the prosperity in the money. They want the prosperity in the, um, love alignment and really wanting to heal those like energetic patterns of the patriarchy that just keep women in hustle. Right. And so, um, anytime I open up a really deep container and heartland is really some of my soul's core work, uh, on this planet in this incarnation. And so it's been working me. It has been working me, um, significantly. It has been working on me. Like I have been in my own activation so that, you know, I hold this space in deep integrity. And so anyway, here's what I want to say. What we come to understand is that there has been a, a big lie quite frankly, that, you know, we had to push down our feminine in order to make the money. And in this new paradigm and in the heartland, what we find is that in fact, the feminine is our prosperity. And just let those words kind of sink into you, kind of work on you. Maybe, um, it might not make sense to the linear mind right now. Uh, and that's why, you know, you may join Heartland and, and be in this eight week activation. 
But the thing that we were taught to mistrust the most, we were taught to mistrust our feminine, our instincts, our flow, our ability to make decisions by feeling. We were taught to mistrust all of that and put that uh, trust elsewhere and then misuse our energy as a result. I mean, that's the whole uh, patriarchal game. Like that's the uh, wool over our eyes, so to speak. And so when we begin to lift that veil and lift that wool from our eyes and come back into the truth of who we are, what we recognize and what we know and what we experience is that we are um, most prosperous in our feminine current. So I'm going to just end this with like one funny story. So, uh, or funny and, and wonderful. So, you know, a couple weeks ago, I, um, was having an afternoon. I was spending an afternoon with a man. Didn't expect to be sharing the story today. And, um, you know, we were like getting to know one another. We were having a great time, great conversations during the time that I was not quote unquote, working on, you know, uh, the middle of the afternoon on a weekday, over $1,500 dropped into my account. Like during that period of time, when I was focusing on joy and I was in my feminine essence and I was enjoying getting to know a man, (laughs) I made money. I received money. Okay. So the more I was in my feminine current, the more I received the currency. Okay. I, I also exchanged a story with this friend yesterday, um, where she was experiencing a block at work. I'm going to tell a, a vague version of this cause it's not my story to tell, but along these same lines, she was experiencing a block in her work in regards to a man. And, um, she was in a beautiful exchange with her husband. And when she was in that exchange with her husband, really in her feminine current, like very much in her feminine current, the, the man at work sent an email and said, okay, your idea is a good one. Let's go ahead with it. So again, the moment that she was choosing her deepest feminine current, her deepest expression of the feminine is when the uh, flow happened in her business. What? This is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. The feminine is prosperity. The more this is flowing through you, unencumbered, unencumbered by the trauma imprints, the patriarchal imprints, unencumbered, then uh, the more you actually get to be in prosperity, which is totally new paradigm, totally new paradigm. So check out sarahpoet.com backslash heartland to learn more about heartland and sign up quickly because it begins on April 28th. Thank you for listening to this long intro and please enjoy this uh, conversation with the wonderful, beautiful, brilliant Emily Nahazel. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me here, for sharing this space. 
Yeah, it's such a pleasure to to meet you. We're just meeting today. I think um, you had reached out. So thank you for reaching out. And um, I'm so grateful to be meeting you and discovering your work. And we're going to have a, a great conversation today about female entrepreneurship, energy, astrology. I, I'm sure the fact that you're growing a tiny human is going to come into the conversation. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yes. So um, would you please introduce yourself to us yes. and um, and tell us about what you do? And uh, we were talking before we hit record about... Um, in like our sacred remembering journey and the the lives that we live as modern women that like bring us to this point. So feel free to weave in um, any sacred remembering storytelling of like who you are and how you came to be yeah. <laughs> this current like present day version of self. Well, I'll first introduce myself and then get into the story, which feels big and also. Uh, yeah, feels big. <laughs> right. But hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Emily Nahazel. Uh, I'm an intuitive career coach, which means that I blend the spiritual, intuitive, and I also say feminine side of energy with uh, the practical side of business. And uh, where Sarah and I also have a lot of overlap is I work with a lot of women in a period of transition whether they're taking a big leap from a corporate job to to something more entrepreneurial or making a pivot in the way that they work, my job is to come in and support them in aligning with work, whatever that means, that better supports their souls. And I love to bring in astrology, a little bit of human design, tarot, uh, and other yeah, I call them like spiritual tools as a way for us to do that. Mm -hmm. So important. <laughs> so yeah. important. Like all of the information that we can possibly have when we are making those big decisions uh, at any point in our lives, uh, super, super important. So I'm, I'm super excited for this conversation for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious if you had like a more linear career mm -hmm. path to start or something like yes. that. Like I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's interesting too, because when you ask this question, what's your sacred remembering journey, the reason it feels so big is because I believe that's the whole life. Like that's yeah, my we're whole on life. It. Yeah. <laughs> and right. there's so many moments, but I I'm happy to share the career side and how uh, maybe a little bit more how like the feminine came in for me, because also mm -hmm. that was not something that I had a strong root in growing up. And mm -hmm. it's something I'm still working on today, but yeah. is more and more and more a part of who I am and what I do. So I did start out in the corporate world. And I think I, I was always good at the math, the science. Uh, I liked business. And so I went to business school, got a job out of, out of school being a, a public account, a certified public accountant for a big four accounting firm, first in DC and then in New York. And that was all good. Again, I was good at it. Mm -hmm. I was good at it on paper, but did it light me up? Did it fulfill my soul? No, I wasn't really sure what did. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I followed the, the path that was smart, that was laid out for me as well, this is a good trajectory, especially given your skill set. And a few years into the corporate world, I started to hear this voice 
there's something more. There's something more for you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know exactly what that was, but I started to explore it. I got really into health and wellness um, and like first more like physical health, yoga, vegan food, um, running. Uh, and and oftentimes well, for me, and I've seen for a lot of folks in my community, that tends to be the entry point into like a spiritual awakening or, or more spiritual uh, health. And I did a yoga teacher training. I ended up going to a, a health coach training. But all of this just came from this, this voice inside, which I now know is my intuition or my higher self mm-hmm. um, saying, follow this. There was no like logical, where is this going? As opposed to when I went to business school and I said, oh, this is a good degree. It will get me a, a career in these certain fields, mm-hmm. which will pay a certain salary and you know support a certain life. I love the way you just said that. Like, I love the distinction between, I feel like the way we used to make decisions or the way Mm we make decisions as young women or, you know, women in college, like, what should I be doing? What makes the most sense? And then we have these awakenings and it's like, well, this doesn't make linear sense anymore. And we're like trying to fit it into this old paradigm of understanding, but but it's a whole new game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's helpful and I'm so, you know, grateful for your podcast and other uh women especially that are taking time to tell stories and share stories because truly it was hearing someone's story mm-hmm. uh at a conference with my nutrition school. This person had many similarities to me. She was in finance And she left her financial job to become a health coach. And hearing her story expanded something in my self-conscious. It opened something up for me to say, oh, I can leave. I can leave. I don't Mm -hmm. have to stay. I also don't have to have a whole business built on the side and have everything figured out before I leave. And so, again, listening to that voice, I left with Mm -hmm. a few certifications, a few yoga classes that I was teaching um, but no real business, <laughs> no real yeah. plan. Um, but I do feel like, again, each of these moments have been where I've followed that voice instead of maybe just following the pros and cons and the logic. These have been steps in my sacred remembering. Mm-hmm. And from there, I started to get interested in the deeper side of of wellness, I would say, or well-being. Because as many folks will know, it's not just about the food that you put on your plate or the exercise that you do. It's not just about the external. It's really about the internal. And while I was doing so many things on the outside that like looked good, again, funny how this carries over from like... Mm -hmm. First, it was the job. Then it's also these like our our lifestyle practices. I started to get interested about who I was because I was having this big this big pivot and how I could best nourish and serve her. Okay. Um, I got introduced to astrology uh, again. Had this like deeper dive into energy and and uh, spirituality and through again a series of of moments where my inner voice said mm, this isn't totally right for you like make a pivot here make a turn here 
uh, I have shifted my business over the years from that straight like health coaching place to a business coaching place, which actually is looking back or looking forward, I would say this journey is so nonlinear. But looking back, I say this all makes sense. It's very clear that I'm on my path and I have no idea where that's going to go in the future, <laughs> especially with wild. a tiny human yeah. on the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but, you know, having this experience in the entrepreneurial world, in the coaching space, also having this experience in the corporate world, in the business space, I feel has put me in a, in a beautiful position to offer what I do offer now. And it is yeah. cool when you get to that moment. Uh, and maybe Sarah, you've had some of these moments too, mm-hmm. where you're like, Oh, cool. Like I can trust that voice and uh, it is leading me to where I'm supposed to go. Even if I don't see it at the time. Yes. Totally have had the, that voice. And I think when I was, maybe younger. And at the beginning of my entrepreneurial <laughs> journey, I was in a way braver or more naive or like whatever, <laughs> whatever that younger <laughs> self was, um, you know, to take really like big leaps. And it's interesting because <laughs> I totally told Emily before we hit record, I was like, I want to come to you for a reading because right <laughs> now, um, you know, some things have been pinging for a while about career direction. And I, I knew that they were pinging in the past, like six to 12 months ish, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that there might be a significant change in what mm-hmm. I'm doing. And like, maybe there will, or maybe there won't be. Um, but this week it has certainly felt, felt like it would be a a bigger change. And um, so I'm going through this acknowledgement that the voice has been telling me everything I know now, but it was um, like, I had a, I had a good thing going. So I was like doing, doing the things, but then also, um, and we can talk about this a little bit, I really found that um, along the way, when the universe or spirit or your soul or, or all of the energies, like however you want to refer to it, is trying to get you to see something, like if you're ignoring the pings, it's actually going to shut down the movement in the other areas. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to shut down the quote yeah. unquote like progress in the other areas. And so, um, yeah, like looking at what was coming to me in my business, I like as an indicator of like, this is what the universe wants you to respond to. And these other things that you built up that were like wonderful at the time, it's not you anymore. And yeah. when I was like trying to hold on to those things anyway, they're not getting any action. Yeah, <laughs> like at all. And I'm like, oh, right now it's just energetic kind of dead weight um, to, to like try to hold on to what's not present time. Well, and I think, and I can so relate, like that was all of 2021 and, yeah. and part of 2022 for me in my business was really letting go of so yeah. much that I had built. And this is actually yeah. a theme that's come up in the mm. mastermind that I run of how do I let go of something? Well, this might not be this current situation for you, but how do I let go of something that's paying me well? Or the the other side, 
and this is what I experienced, how do I let go of something that I put a lot of investment in? And perhaps in many ways, I still believe in. I think mm-hmm. that that course or that offering or that you know um, program is is or that way of of doing business is valuable. And for some reason, it's not uh, resonating. <laughs> it's not mine to do anymore. It's not ours to do anymore. So I so yeah. I I can so relate to that. And I think too, it's um, interesting because being in the entrepreneur online business world for the last seven years, mm-hmm. I've seen a huge shift. Um, and, and, and maybe you've seen this too in, it used to be a lot of like, put everything out there, like be all the things, have all the offerings uh, and even, you know, launch formulas and, and funnels and all of this. And it's changing. And it's changing and our logical brains, uh, for those of us who have been here, maybe have done a marketing training or have done a, a launch mm-hmm. training, we have to actually question, is this old paradigm, is this old program really working? No, it's not. And it's not. I mean, it's not for me. <laughs> no. It's not for me and my friends. And yeah, like I just feel so much resistance in my feminine system to these old ways. And um, I feel like we could have great conversations about this, maybe here, maybe elsewhere, but, um, and I want to acknowledge that like a lawnmower just came on outside, but I, um, I used to record this podcast in my closet and I'm like, I'm coming out of the closet because there was so much construction noise, but now there's like lawnmowers. So whatever, we're just going to have it all. Um, but the, I, I'm such a relational being as so many women are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just intuit that it's so, I mean, it's so awesome that so many women are making these career pivots and I want them to, because I know that the answers for where we're going are inside of women. Like I just, I know it, but the, like every woman for herself, mm-hmm. entrepreneurial model is not good, not working. Like we need deep collaboration. And so my heart and soul is like looking for that and also creating that. Um, and then, yeah, the, the launch methods that you use or that you're taught feel so non-relational. And Mm -hmm. so I've just been trying to be what, it's authentic. I'm not like trying, but I've been like really going back to just like sincerity and like, Hey, I figured this out or, or I figured something out. Do you want to come into this space with me? And, um, to be totally honest and like a little raw, I get really frustrated with, um, like what are, the ways that we're going to actually step in together and like really do these things because uh, like I I didn't come for the sales, but it's also (laughs) like how I make a living and you're in, but you're in a business and you're in a business for yourself, not for yourself, but for yourself. Yeah. Right. And like for my family and for the world. And so being like depleted is not an option. Like being financially depleted is not an option, but also as far as my integrity, like being just salesy or just like pitchy or launchy 
is out of the question also. Um, so yeah, where are you with that? I'm super curious because I do feel like like it's messy right now on this frontier. Like it is messy on this frontier. It's wild, wild west. Yeah. It's so true. Um, because we are learning the new feminine ways that um, like have not existed on this planet yeah. to date. Well, and I think that's that is a challenge of many modern women right now is not having the like ancestry, not having necessarily the role models um, because the the systems and the technology and the world is changing so rapidly, but also because our mothers and our grandmothers and our aunts and our and even like our great grandmothers were uh, a lot of the the collaboration was wiped out. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah, I mean, I'm in this place where, and, and I draw it back to when I first started my business, I took a lot of like the hustle and the grind and the like nine to five energy, the very masculine energy from my corporate world and applied it to my business. And I wondered mm-hmm. why it didn't feel good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right. Totally natural. Cause we totally, do it's like, yeah. I think many people do this mm-hmm. and I, and same thing. I tried to feminize a launch and I taught that for many years. And in the last year, it's been made apparent to me specifically in how you've shared in that there, there was not uh, fruits coming in. There's not like, uh, it wasn't working anymore. Even the like more sensitive, more emotional, more, uh, feminine launch. And so I, like you, I'm in this place of, okay, if I just like wipe my brain clean, which is really hard, (laughs) wipe my brain clean of all of the marketing advice that I've been taught, what have businesses been doing for years and also what feels good to me on a human soul level. Right. That, right. That, and uh, what is your human design type? Just curious. I'm a, I'm a generator. You're a generator. Okay. I'm a projector. So um, yeah, we can talk about that later if you want, but go back to the soul pings. Cause like what this, you know, soul guidance in business, like, yeah. I think we're going to be shown how our businesses want to be run through what feels good. And there's, and there's, and I know you talk about this too, a lot. There's the power of the masculine and the structures. And I think having like setting some of that up within your work, Mm -hmm. when am I doing outreach or how am I like, how am I growing uh, who I can connect with? When am I looking at my finances? When am I billing people? Like that's important. And then also having not, translating the formula into the actual work or the collaborations and letting your intuition or higher self or spirit uh, come through there. And truly that's, I mean, why I reached out to you (laughs) and how I reached out to you (laughs) is is just saying, okay, I'm a human, you're a human, your work looks really awesome and resonant. And I would love to have a conversation with you. And I think something that I'm learning right now or like learning on a deeper level is that it's, yes, the collaboration can happen between us on a very like conscious level. And there's this collaboration on an energetic level. So I'm trusting that 
you know, not everyone that I have reached out to will say yes. Not every client that you connect with or potential client with that you connect with says yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm seeing it more of a collaboration on that level. Like mm. spirit, please show me. And I, and I trust mm-hmm. like the strength and the, and the vibration of other folks that I'm supposed to connect with that they're going to meet me halfway. I love that. So you're, you're referring to your inner relationship with the divine Mm -hmm. and like you're listening to those pings and you're taking action based on the pings. And so there's this collaboration and co-creation with the divine for sure. And then there's co-creation with other humans that are also doing that. And then we're like weaving this web that is connected to yeah. the sacred, not just to like doing and productivity. Yeah. And I really appreciated your episode yeah. recently about um, like the transactional energies, mm-hmm. because I think at least from what I've seen in the, in the online marketing space, even within like women focused communities, it does still, there's still a lot of that. Like if I do something, I'm going to get something in return or we're going to both have each other on each other's podcasts, which can be certainly can be done from like a heart centered like place. But I think that that's another area where we can deconstruct uh, like, I guess it's patriarchal energies and systems within us in that it has to be such a one-to-one return. At least what Mm. I've seen in my work is that it's not like not Mm. every action creates an equal and opposite reaction. Sometimes you put forward an, an effort, you, you know, reach out to someone or you do a live video, you host a meditation and it is a resounding uh, response. And sometimes it's crickets, but, but, That's not always like, it's not always just the effort or the heart that you put into it. Yeah, right. I mean, (laughs) the, um, like the rhyme or reason of return is, you know, in this world that like, that's the wild west for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what I've, I guess what I've found, but also like what my heart and soul tell me is that I'm I'm really heart guided these days. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't feel good to give, I don't have to do it. Yeah. And I did get burnout in entrepreneurship and like as a single mama and, you know, with all the things I was trying to juggle and, um, and like giving and feeling a depletion and like what wasn't returned. But for me, this is such a huge like theme of my mm-hmm. life as a woman in patriarchy is the giving in the hopes that you will receive later. And I think, well, this is what that episode was about, right? Like as entrepreneurs, as female entrepreneurs, this is so often the um, energy that we're encouraged to start with, like, just keep putting yourself out there. Just yep. keep saying yes to the volunteer gigs. Just keep like using your Produce energy. Tons of free content. Like, yeah, 
Right. Which I did. And, and like now and in 2021, um, you know, just always like getting cleaner and cleaner with my energy so that when I'm putting something out there, like it feels good to me and I'm giving away far less, which for a business, like I have to do, I can't, you know, I also think that, and this has helped me because I think a lot of, a lot of us, I mean, a lot of women, but a lot of us get into coaching, healing, teaching, because we want to heal. We want to help. We Mm -hmm. are caretakers and caregivers. And in our information age where there's thousands of coaches, thousands of YouTube, millions of YouTube channels, millions of blogs on the internet. Something that a mindset shift that's been helpful for me is we are actually better for our audience, for those people that are meant to connect with us. If we're more clear, like you said, if we're only putting out the things that are from our heart, uh, if we kind of niche down a little bit, instead of saying, which was the old paradigm, here's all the things that I know about. Here's all yes. the things that I can offer. Um, yeah. So that mindset shift of like, no, I'm actually going to reach my ideal people and the people yeah. that I want to work with and that want to work with me or that mm-hmm. want to learn from me better if I can be more specific. And sometimes that means being giving less or being more yeah. quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And that, yeah, all of the, the, um, pings that I've been having are like pair down, pair down, pair down. Um, so yes. Um, oh, that's so exciting. I love talking about the energetics of like women and business, but also the energetics of, of exchange and like right Mm -hmm. energy and integrity with our own energy so that we can like grow into, um, you know, the expression of the beings that we came to be and be prosperous in that rather than, um, you know, the, the old story of like hustle to try to get it to work, you know? Yeah. The girl boss, the fall of the girl boss. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, I wanted to go back. You had sent something in the email that you sent to me about um, growing businesses slowly. And you used the word gestation and you are gestating a baby human right now. And so I would just love to open up the space for, um, for you to talk about, you know, your contemplations around gestation and, and growing. Um, Maybe that looks like growing business or, you know, just like, how is this experience teaching you? Um, yeah. About business, about energy, about growth. I'll leave it open. Thank you. Yeah. It's teaching me so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Already, uh, this being <laughs> and this experience has taught me so much. And what's interesting is that a few years ago, I started learning and then teaching this model of business launch or business growth as um, as a metaphor to, to birth. And mm. what that looked like was mostly allowing folks to slow down because often what we see is have an idea, 
like vision and execute. That is that is like the model of of growth or manifestation even that we see a lot in the business place, in the entrepreneur space, in the even in the like spiritual space is mm-hmm. I see it, I can have it. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm not saying that that's not true, uh but if we look to like the phys- like a, a human's gestation cycle first, it's long. It's not just a, a six-week program or um, a, I want to have a baby. Okay, the next day <laughs> it pops out. Mm-hmm. That would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so allowing, allowing myself and also allowing my clients to slow down and spend more time in the concept and the conception phase. So often we, again, we have an idea and then we rush to execute. And I encourage my clients to stay. And I have encouraged my clients to stay more in that uh, gestation phase a little longer so that then when this, if this project, if this business, if this program is launched, it is more, it's, it's better suited to then eventually live on its own as Mm. human eventually Mm. does. Um, For sure. So that was like, and the other thing that's interesting too, that's, that I've thought about is, uh, and I've thought about more recently is how not everyone who wants to have a baby has a baby right away. Mm-hmm. Not everyone decides that they want to get pregnant and then they get pregnant. For a lot of folks, for some folks, it's a surprise. <laughs> They're like, oh, wow, here I am. Uh, and for some folks, it takes a lot of time and a lot of support and even like science. Um, So that's another thing that I think we can compare to business because something that I think is not talked about as much as like business loss or business. I don't want to use the word failures because I don't think that there are failures, but um, you know, things that don't fully grow that don't blossom into what you think they would be. Mm-hmm. So that's like the foundation and there's so many little places that we could go in, but it has the biggest thing that's come up for me in my own experience of now being pregnant because I hadn't been, I've been teaching this model, but I hadn't actually been pregnant myself mm. um, is the identity shift that comes mm. with become like becoming a mother and I felt that when I left my corporate job and became an entrepreneur, a solopreneur. And honestly, a lot of it, like a lot of the energy was very lonely. There was a lot of like, well, what am I doing? Who are my, who's my support system? Who am I now? Mm. And that transition, especially with like a first child from mm-hmm. maiden to mother is, is huge. So I'm I'm really feeling that, and again, it's the energy feels a little bit like when I I left corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, so allowing myself, and I think it it um just what's the word emphasizes the need for the work that both of us do because when you make a pivot in a career, it's not just about the logical steps. And the mm-hmm. and the outside and figuring out what the business is or what the offerings are, or what jobs you're going after. There's this whole emotional, spiritual identity shift that happens too. Yeah. And 
so much advice does not hold space for that. Just like so much pregnancy advice doesn't yes. hold space for, oh my gosh, your identity as the, the person gestating this human is completely changing. It's not just your outside yeah. life. Oh, my schedules, my sleep, who I'm hanging out with, how I'm doing work or not doing work. Your insides all change as well. Yeah. Oh my God. This is so brilliant. I'm just like, I, like, I need like some 10 deep breaths and, um, but I'm going to try to get it together and ask a question, <laughs> but you're so right because uh, so I did it in the the other order where like I was a mama first before an mm-hmm. entrepreneur. But what you're saying about that time of becoming the mama and like you've made the transition, you've grown the human, you've birthed the human, there is so much need for community right there. Yeah. And I didn't have that. I didn't know about that. I didn't know how to ask for that. I didn't have a women's community for that. This was like 13, 14 years ago. And um, and I lived like in a progressive place and I, you know, had friends, but it was actually um, this male like supervisor that I had that had a one-year-old that was the one that like brought us soups and stuff because like, because he knew, he you knew, know, but he knew, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Side note. Um, he was a great man. He is a great man. <laughs> um, but so true for like, you gestate this business, you make this like birth or transition into, okay, now I'm an entrepreneur. And then the, the supports that we have, I mean, it's hilarious and sad to look at it in this way because the supports that we have for women right now mostly of course not what we're doing <laughs> but mostly <laughs> it's like go out do it make something of yourself here's the model follow it mm-hmm. you know overcome your emotions be strong get your mindset make the website it's it's like all of the linear masculine shit again mm-hmm. is the common narrative instead of how can i i help you through this transition because you just birthed like a new version of yourself (laughs) and you're going to help bring like the evolution of consciousness to the planet. So how can I support that? Yes. With this birth analogy. Well, and it's, it is so interesting again to like go into this and think about how I feel very lucky that I was interested in birth years before I actually got pregnant, because I do feel I'm very, very aware that I have no idea what's going to happen. I have, (laughs) I am no expectation that it's going to be easy, uh, that I won't face demons along the way, but I do know I'm like, Oh, I need, I need even more support than just the midwife and the doula and the pediatrician lined up there. It's that, greater community. And if there's like one thing that I could tell, especially women trying to make that change and as such a big change as a big career pivot or shifting from something corporate to more entrepreneurial or the opposite is that give yourself that support, even if it doesn't um, like 
ping all the boxes in your linear brain Mm -hmm. of, okay, well, this person's going to help me do my website and my ideal client and, and yada, yada, yada. That emotional support is so, so valuable. And it will, I, I do think that it will pay dividends for the rest of your life. And yes. what's, what's coming up for me here too, is now that I'm in the third trimester, learning a lot about postpartum and how important it is to, for, for mom and baby to be nourished and supported in those, those first uh, 40 days specifically and how if that happens, there's better likelihood for mama to return to vitality mm-hmm. and to be able to uh, step into this next chapter of life even more lit up mm-hmm. <laughs> or even more aligned uh, than before. Whereas the paradigm we see is a lot of new moms burning out, just kind mm-hmm. of scraping by and um, and not or trying to get back to their old selves pretty immediately afterward. Yeah. And so I'm just thinking too, like for anyone who might be hesitant in investing, because that's, it is hard to rationalize or maybe rationalize to someone else in your life that you, you share finances with. Yeah. I want to go spend three grand or five grand or 10 grand on a coach when my business isn't making any money yet. One big businesses all over the world go hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in debt when they're like building their foundations. Yeah. And I think it's a long game investment. If you can invest that up front, if you can, whatever it is, I think it's worth it. And I don't just say that because that's what I do. (laughs) It is because I said this maybe even in a recent podcast interview, but like, the thing that I invested in first when I first went into entrepreneurship was bullshit because <laughs> it was like one of those, you know, um, you got to do this if you want to make it like be big, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I was like six months in and I'd had some luck or whatever. And, and I decided to like, get myself into this program that I was not a financial match for. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it wasn't, it wasn't authentically aligned and it wasn't supportive and it was actually traumatizing. And, and it was like, uh, she was out of integrity. I was out of integrity for wanting to be there anyway. And, um, but I'm, (laughs) I, I used to call myself a soul doula. Like when I very first started, I'm just remembering that right now. But like, I have been doing some of this like soul business doula work, you know? And, um, and if I had had someone who could like read energy or bring in my astrology or, you know, sit with me and like my specific fears and my specific visions, um, it would have looked very, very different, much more, much more feminine, much more supportive. And I have a couple of clients. This is what universe is sending me now, like do more of this. And I can see how it is um, certainly like saving the women time over the long, the, like the long game, like you're saying. Um, and that, that like a new mama 
support. But let's talk more about um, how you do that with women. So you're bringing in astrology and human design. I'm sure some people have like never even heard of these things when they're making a career pivot. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, and these tools, the reason that I bring in these tools is because they were so helpful for me, specifically astrology, human design. And um, I like the tarot as well, uh, because it's a practice that connects you to your own intuition, I believe. Um, But they were so helpful for me because when you feel that call of like, I'm meant to do something more. And maybe you have a passion or an interest. Perhaps you are really into tarot or yoga or uh, fitness. Um, it's, It's sort of hard to translate that into, okay, well, what am I supposed to do with this? Because yeah. the example that I love to use is I loved yoga. I actually still, I love teaching yoga. Do I want to be a yoga teacher full-time? Absolutely not. That mm-hmm. is not where my, what my soul came in here to do. Yeah. And I can see that in my chart. I can see that in my energy. Um, so astrology, human design specifically, I love because you put in your birth time and you get these maps back that mm-hmm. are there to help you. Uh, my favorite description, I believe it was Stephen Forrest, who is one of my, my favorite astrology teachers said that it's a soul blueprint. Yeah. Now is the the birth chart or the human design chart your uh fate? No. It's not it's it's like the blueprint of the house. It's the plans. It can give us some clues for where things might go so that it all adds up. Uh but it's not the full picture. And so these maps give us clues as to where do you shine? Where might you also experience restriction or challenge or loss? What what is your shadow? Because again, shadow working, I love, super transformational. For a lot of people, they say, how? Like, how how do I also look at my shadow if it's part of me that's blocked uh, or or, uh, denied? So astrology and human design give us that map. And for me continuing to to study my charts and tuning back into them and uh, sort of how we were talking before even recording, tuning into them with the energy of what's going on in the current sky can be a really helpful guide that's so personalized. And that's what's beautiful about it too, is that no two charts are alike and your chart will help you see those, again, unique strengths and also your unique challenges so that when you're faced with your challenges, you're not like hitting yourself over the head. Why is this so hard for me? Why are relationships always a sticking point for me? Or Mm -hmm. why is money always a sticking point for me? I thought I got over this. I Mm -hmm. thought I did the training for this. It's like, okay, I can show myself some compassion in that. Not that I'm fated to be bad with money, but this is a learning point for me in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And specifically what I look at, because I'm not like a certified astrologer, I am mm-hmm. self-taught and mm-hmm. I also bring in my intuition and like my, the intuitive hits that I get when I look at people's charts. What I'm looking for is where are going to be your growth edges? What practices are going to bring you joy 
and expansion. Because when we're in that vibration, if we can follow that vibration of joy, more of that can come to us. It's Mm -hmm. less so like, all right, what is the exact program that I need to put out there? But what does the flavor of this this work that I'm doing need to look like? Does it need to have a Piscean flavor? Does it need to have a Virgoan flavor? Do I have a lot of like Leo in my chart that I can lean into and celebrate? Um, so, so yes, I use, <laughs> I love the, the charts because they give us a very tangible map and, and starting point for those deeper conversations. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, we all need to know that like, we have those maps, they're available. They're, um, very, very helpful. <laughs> I'm listening to you and I'm like, I'm booking, like how quickly can we book? <laughs> I can't, I can't wait because I love, there's nothing I love more in that, in looking at someone's chart with them, not, yeah. not because sometimes you and I love going to like, again, certified astrologers and getting a whole reading, but my my intention is for us to look at it together for me to ask you some really powerful questions. And then you walk away knowing or having at least more of a sense of how do I apply this to my life? What is, or my business, how do I, what does my chart say for me in that sense? And how can I be empowered by that instead of just like, Oh, this is great information, but what do I do? Yeah. Well, I mean, going with that, um, that doula, that support that we were just talking about, it's, it's a part of that. I look at, um, like the end of my formal school career, cause I was an educator before this. Mm-hmm. And I would go to, um, a tarot reader here in Asheville, Sage Sansone. I've interviewed her on the podcast. She's a, a very, very talented reader. And, those readings with her, like either quarterly or semi-annually help to, it's not all about speed, right? But like my soul has kind of been like, well, if I'm on this planet, I want to do what I came to do. Mm-hmm. But those readings with her truly accelerated yes. my life. Because at one point I remember there was like, um, I was, there was like job A and job B and both were coming to me and they had so many similarities, like starting a school with teenage adolescent boys with trauma or teenage adolescent boys with autism. And like both started by men who I knew both started by friends, you know, just like all of these similarities. And I felt like maybe I should go one way, but then there was this other option that I was like, I think I want that more. Mm-hmm. And I remember, but I was triggered. It, like I, I didn't want the, the one, the first option because it triggered something in me. I wanted like the nicer option. It was actually with the same man that brought me soup. I can't remember. I can't believe <laughs> that I'm like talking about him twice in the same podcast. So I'm going to have to reach out to him. Um, <laughs> he's coming up for some reason, but Anyway, Sage said to me, if you want like to to really learn the lesson and move on, take the one that actually just triggered you. Like it triggered you for that mm-hmm. reason. And it was hard as fuck. Like this mm-hmm. whole misogynistic thing ended up happening that like totally shaped <laughs> so much. But but like I needed to go through it. 
you know, and I, um, and it certainly accelerated my path. It was a quick lesson. It was like a year, you know, versus like, I could have hung out in the comfort zone of the other one, like never learning it, never moving forward, um, and not being where I am right now. So I love (laughs) readings, like career-based readings for, for that reason. Like, what are we doing? Um, well, and it's helpful too to just have that external mirror. Yeah. Somebody who's not yourself. And I will always like I've always invested in mostly like spiritual teachers and, and mentors and coaches in that sense versus straight up business yes. coaches. Um, and I'm I'm grateful and I will continue to do that because yeah, it gets you not that the whole point is efficiency or fat fastness. Right. Uh, but you can see things that maybe you were struggling to see yourself or your, your own experiences were prohibiting you from really seeing the truth. Um, or even in this situation, like you shared, like stepping into a situation that would be more challenging, but would ultimately, uh, provide you with, with the deeper lessons. So I, I'm a fan of coaching <laughs> and yeah. readings and uh any of those supports that can help you hear your higher self. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love um like watching clients with the aha, you know, like yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Emily, I feel like we should begin to wrap up, but I would love for you to let everyone know where to find you and um, when are you due? I am due uh, May 19th. I'm like hesitant to say the day because I know it's also uh, an estimate. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, mid to late May, we'll see when he decides to to arrive and in something that I find absolutely hilarious is that this child of mine has decided to at least be due on the cusp of two astrological signs. So Mm. his mom is sitting over here, like patient, but also not patient in knowing, is he going to be a Taurus or is he going to be a Gemini? And we know there'll be so (laughs) much more to his chart. Um, But yes, I am due in May and I'm right now planning on taking sessions probably through mm, probably up until, until May mm-hmm. haven't totally mapped out the maternity plan. That is an interesting thing to do as someone in business for yourself, mm-hmm. but wherever uh, you're listening to this or tuning into this, you can find me on my website. It's emilynahazel.com. I am on Instagram and YouTube. I have a Facebook page, uh, but Mostly Instagram and YouTube are probably where you'll connect with me the most. Wonderful. I know that so many are going to do that, hopefully, after um, listening to this and watching this. Thank you for the work that you do. And um, yeah, for the for the deep feminine wisdom um, that you're coming through or bringing through to business. It's a pleasure to meet you and so many blessings on your uh, the rest of your third trimester and gestation and the birth of your little one. Thank you. Thank you.
If you enjoyed this episode and you are on a path of sacred remembering, if you want to get a little closer to the work that I do and the community that I offer, I want to invite you to the Sacred Remembering Membership Community. It is a monthly membership and we are real women inviting more real women friends into our circle. Uh, I really love how each woman is so warmly welcomed into the Sacred Remembering Community. And I love how um, we are we are really creating a space for women to uh, be really open and honest and vulnerable in a safe space uh, as to what their awakenings, what our modern lives as women waking up to the truth of who we are, what that looks like. So we talk about feminine and masculine rebalancing right now in April. We've been talking about uh, money and masculine feminine money. I'm going to go deeper into that soon. And um, we talk about relationships. We talk about boundaries and sovereignty a lot a lot. So energetic sovereignty, uh, body sovereignty, and there's a whole library of resources, pretty much everything I've made in the last, uh, you know, the first three years of my business, um, online courses, meditations galore, um, in a library that's associated with it. And we also use mighty networks, um, for our community conversations. And we have at least two monthly calls where I hold, um, there's usually a topic, but there's also space for you to bring what's going on with you. Um, we do Q and a, but we also do, uh, teachings, energy, clearings, activations, um, really all of the, the beautiful, um, good stuff of bringing, um, in this new paradigm for women and sovereignty and building our energetic resources and reserves and coming back fully into the truth of who we are in this lifetime and, uh, across, across time and dimension, right? We want to, we want to, um, bring that holy restoration of who we are to the here and now. So I am here to serve uh, you and your journey. Uh, please check out sarahpoet.com and under Sacred Remembering, you can find the membership information and uh, I welcome you in. We'd love to have you, meet you, and uh, get to know you and, and support your journey. Thank you. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path, and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com, for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you. Stay connected, and here's to your path of sacred remembering.